0: Jr. the Boss Man Show. talking a friend of the show. Coach of the Cal State full and titan DJ Taylor on the Boss Man Show. Coach Taylor doing these things out there in influencing. Coach, what's up out there on the West Coast, man? Uh, I'll tell you what,
2: we trying to survive this rain out here on the West. They say it don't rain in Southern California. I disagree. We've been getting it.
0: Yeah, I've been hearing a lot about the rain out there from my my guys right in Cali telling me about the rain. I know y'all hate the rain out there, but the rain down here is happens all the time. But I know out there when it's sunny and seven degrees every day. You don't wanna see that rain no nowhere, no, no house. No,
2: Not at all. Not at all. But we uh we making the best out of it and doing what we need to do to get through it.
0: Yes indeed. Now coach, you're five and two in big west play, man. Five in the streak. So coach talk to us about what turned it around for your team? I Know you had kind of had a rough non-conference. Started the conference play kind of shaky, but now you're five and two. What's been what's turned it around for you, coach?
2: You know, I think this group is starting to settle into who they are and what they are and what they can be. Most importantly, which is a group of guys that got great experience and and really talented. But more importantly, they're playing for each other and playing with each other and and playing well together. They're sharing the basketball, and you know, I think a key statistic is we're we're throwing the ball to ourselves and not to the other team. Uh, that's, that's a huge advantage and it really helps our ability to be able to score. But I think we finally settled in and, and really started to get back to playing Titan basketball, which is, which is sharing the basketball and sharing the responsibility for winning.
0: And coach, I looked at your non schedule. I really feel like it toughens your guys up. You think I get the results you wanted, but that adversity it forced the guys kind of, kind of come together, come come together now and get on this street. This running, running street, they ain't jail right at the right time because you want to be peaking February and March, not in January, December. So I feel like at the right time, the sure. guys are coming together. And that schedule be, early November, December is, is helping you give you that foundation to be good as you are right now
2: yeah i would agree with that you know particularly being on the road i think we had two non-division one home games in the whole preseason so we were road warriors and we got beat up for it but i think like you said the experience of being on the road and playing in different environments playing against different styles playing against different uh different levels of competition i think is really starting to pay off for us as we're you know no no stranger to being on the road number one and number two we're no stranger to playing against different styles and so now we're able to. Um, you know, just kind of settle into the way that we need to play, and and we're having a good deal of success doing some key things, which is rebounding the basketball, getting to the free throw line, um, and and really just defending it.
0: And coach, I feel like you still on a rotation is really good. You got a nine man rotation. You know you play some guys more than others off the bench, but you have be able to play eight or nine guys that you trust through this time of year is good because you never know you might get a quick whistle, two thousand way guy, come out of the game to go to your bench or vice or whatever or injury or some God forbid. But you have guys you've played that you can trust. So I feel like guys knowing their role based on stats I'm seeing, based on what I watch on ESPN three. So I feel like you have you have a a great thing going right now at all at the right time as well.
2: Definitely. I think we have all the ingredients as you mentioned. We've got some depth, we've got some size, we can throw some different bodies in there. Um, whether we get in foul trouble or if we just want to change up the change up the pace of play. We can we can do different things, but our bread's butter, being able to defend, rebound and run, and I think this group's really starting to, to buy into that and really understand how significant that is, um, you know, being able to do that and do it consistently. And I think that's helped us a tremendous amount. Each guy that's going into the game, they're holding each other accountable, not only on the floor but off the floor with our preparation and how we're going about our business on a day to day on a day to day basis.
0: And coach, talk about that. How do you get young kids to buy into game plan discipline? Because I know that's hard and hardest thing for kids to get get through. To work, working hard outside of practice and getting down to that game plan discipline, things of what you do doing, shoot around. So, how do you go about getting your team to? acquire that task acquire that skill to that game when to stick to what you guys go over and shoot around and practice and feeling room and over, over to the game court there
2: you know it's not an easy task um, but I think anytime you can find your guys doing things right and point it out highlight it whether it be you know in person or on the film showing them doing things right catching them doing things right and then and then encouraging them, that A, they did it right, and B, what the benefit of doing it right is, I think that's one way that we've, we've really kind of uh, tried to establish, um, <laughs> excuse me, establish that, that role, if you will, um, with, with trying to show the new guys and the young guys how important it is to, to do things the right way and do things the way we're doing them and, and give yourself a chance to have success.
0: Coach, look your roster. You have an international roster, but This is this fever. I'm like, you got, got guys from China, Toronto. So I'm like, man, coach, you yes. got a lot of guys international guys. You really hitting that, hitting, hitting hitting that scene stuff there. So, what is the allure international guys, coach? How do you go about getting those guys on your roster first of all, and how are they blending in with all the guys on the team? Does that's from Cali already? Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's it's
2: interesting. A lot of it has to do with our locations. You know, where we're located. It helps itself, and it recruits itself. We're we're 35 minutes from downtown L.A. We're 25 minutes from the closest beach, and, which happens to be one of the richest areas in the country. And so, um, you know, we're 12 minutes from Disneyland. So there's a lot to sell by way of of location, and you mentioned it, and I'll mention it again, just the weather. It's hard to beat the weather here, even though we're, it's raining right now. I mean, next week <coughs> it'll be back up to 70 degrees and 75 degrees, so that's hard to beat. Um, and, and, you know, we, we've got a, a, a good nucleus that we like to recruit from in terms of character, um, guys that do certain things on the floor. And so we try not to stray away from that. And those guys have kind of come in here and, and, and taken advantage of what we have to offer. And it's interesting now because we have older guys in our program, and now they're taking advantage of the recruiting or taking responsibility for recruiting and kind of carrying their own records, so to speak. You know, hey, I'm two and one, or two and zero, oh or four and zero oh with recruits that I hosted. And so, anytime you get that type of buy-in um, amongst your guys, I think you got a good chance of being successful with the recruiting piece, uh, and then even on the floor.
0: And coach, I feel like since your time with and You've made him more of a basketball school people know for basketball now as well as baseball because i feel like before you got there you, people knew about it but the way the standards you've said it flows here i feel like you've made it more of a basketball school people don't, don't know about it from your coach your great job recruiting yourself in the place and the way you guys play on the court and, and just the results you're getting so people say oh wow Fulton, it's a baseball school now
2: yeah no you, you know we're trying and 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 baseball to their credit they give us a great example of how to build a program, how to build a culture and then how to sustain it because of their success. You know, we're still fighting and not necessarily fighting, but we still embrace the battle of, you know, when people see us in the airport and, and they see our emblem or our logo, they automatically say, Oh so it's in the baseball school. Um, but now what we're getting is oh it's it to the baseball school, you guys went to the tournament last year and so they're a little more familiar with, with who we are and what we're trying to do from a basketball standpoint. But you know, I think naive to not take advantage of, um, you know, the success that baseball has had, you know, and learn from them, but also grow from them, you know, and let people know that there is a basketball opportunity here and we can, we can work to have the same type of success that baseball is having um, for a lot of the same reasons. You know, baseball is one of the hardest working programs on our campus. And so we're trying to mimic that they recruit a boatload of Southern California kids. So we're trying to mimic that. Um, and then those guys just work their behind off. Um, at the end of the day, outside of the diamond, in the weight room, and so we're trying to mimic some of those habits and some of those behaviors.
0: And that goes my next question, because about, about player development, how it's so key at your level, okay. the major levels, player, player development piece, and just mimicking how baseball goes about their approach of developing their guys, getting guys to the major leagues, getting them become pros at your level. If a guy comes in, he's a freshman, he's all four years, he develops his body, works on the game, he can be a pro somewhere and he could really be a high potential player based on how he, what he taps out at, based on his development, on your roster as a senior. It can really help you win games by themselves, almost, making plays. So I feel like at your level, the, the developing players is so key. And what is your approach to developing guys when it comes to April, May, June, July, August, before practice starts, even doing in-season? What is your development plan for the guys in-season as well?
2: You know, I think it's, it's one of the most important things that we can do, and it's probably one of the best things that we do, is we're just constantly trying to evaluate Um, our guys but every day we're trying to get better every single day I mean even today uh, two days before a game we spent 25 minutes working on each individual guy's game what they do best trying to embellish that and then trying to help um, improve their weaknesses to strengths and that's something that we do every single day in the weight room our guys are lifting four times a week even right now they're doing stuff in the weight room and so we spend an inordinate amount of time talking about in recruiting becoming a pro and teaching guys how to be a professional. It's not my job to determine what type of pro it is, what type of pro you become, but it is my job to make sure that you have all of the information and, and the work ethic to to become a pro. And whatever level of pro you are, that's on you. But my job is to make sure that we push you every single day to be better today than you were yesterday and be better tomorrow than you were today. And we literally try to live by that and one of the things that our program has become anonymous with is the development piece guys are getting bigger stronger in the weight room they're getting bigger and stronger on the floor and it's starting to play out and one of the things that we've kind of adopted is just hashtag develop you um because our guys have come here and every single year we've had uh, an all-league guard and all-league player For a couple of years we've had two and three um, we yeah. had back-to-back freshman of the year in the conference and so you know, guys are coming here and, and taking advantage of the opportunity to, to develop.
0: Exactly. And that's the big thing about it, Coach, getting guys to buy into the development because that helps the team and it holds other guys accountable as well because if you see my teammate getting better in developing, and I'm, not, I'm I'm lagging behind, that makes him be more accountable and I say, hey, I got to do something, too. So I'm not going to play next year. So I think those guys want to get better as well, get on the court, be accountable because their teammates doing the same thing. So somebody might take your job not, if you get complacent.
2: No question. And you have to have that element of competition as well, day in and day out, just so that, you know, you're not just developing just to be developing. You're developing to see where you are. And every single day we try to get after it from a competition standpoint um, and see where we are and see if we can get any better. And and this group of guys is really, really bought into that, and they're seeing each other's success. And so it does make the other guy want to work a little harder to see if he can reach or attain the same success. And so it's it, it's become a really, really good cycle of guys coming in here and, and in the weight room, just getting their, their butt kicked in the weight room and going from 175 pounds as a freshman to a sophomore year being 195 pounds just in 12 months' time. And physically being so much different, um, those guys are seeing that and they're buying into that, and, and it's it's become a huge part of our program.
0: And coach, you got two big road games this week against Irvine and Davis out there, man. So coach, as uh, you prepare for these two games, uh, what are you telling your guys about being prepared? These two teams posed great threats to you guys, you know, five-team race for first right now in the conference yeah. title race, so big game for us. So what are you tell you guys so far to get ready for these big two matches on the road this week?
2: You know, we're just talking about taking advantage of the opportunity. It is a huge opportunity for us to go and play at UC Irvine on, on Wednesday, and again, our preseason kicks in in terms of being road warriors and being able to go on the road and, and have some success just doing the things that we know we're capable of doing. Talent-wise, we're, we're as good as anybody in our conference. We can play with anybody in our conference in terms of style, but we've got to execute the little things um, to make the big things happen. And those are the things that we're trying to focus on our defensive rotations, spacing on offense, sharing the basketball on offense, and just just doing the little things that make the big things happen. You don't have to go over here and try to, you know, make spectacular happen time in and time out. If you just do the little things and do what you're capable of, then you can eventually make spectacular things happen. But if you go out seeking spectacular – I think you put
0: take yourself out of rhythm. And coach, I, I, I see where Coach Godfrey, and those guys at, at CSU and up are doing well. Hawaii's doing well. I feel like your conference each year is getting better and better and better as I watch it. Even the teams are not winning as much; they're still competitive every night I feel like from top to bottom. You guys, your league is getting better and better. People should take a, watch it on ESPN Plus and see what's yeah. going on the, in the Big West out there.
2: Yeah, no, it's a it's a tough conference, top to bottom. Um, every night, it doesn't matter who you play. Uh, like right now, Davis's record, I think, is one in six or one in five or something like that. But I guarantee you, nobody would sign up to play them, even though their record's one in five or one in four, whatever it is. And so, it's a very well coached league. There's some really good players in this league, um, and, and you know, like the ACC and the the, the bigger schools, the bigger conferences, they beat up on each other. Um, at their level, and we're doing the same thing. It's just literally any given night anybody can win.
0: Yes, what Well, Coach, I'll be definitely cheering for you guys this week and hope you get that regular season title, Coach. You've been good to me in the show, and I hope you do well, and I hope you team definitely. keeps making it flow to the basketball team. You get to know about the basketball team or the baseball team a little bit. Take a look shine. it, Sean. Just little tad, bit, Coach. Keep good, doing definitely. the job with that influencer, man.
2: Well, I appreciate it, and I appreciate you investing in our program, and getting us on your show I always enjoy chatting with you and I look forward to the next time
0: yes indeed Coach Coach Taylor here on the Boston so if we check them out this week against Davis and Irvine <laughs> maybe the night the machines might let me know. All the so sure. All so Tell me what you gonna do to me. Confrontation ain't nothing new to me. You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue, but you can't bring the truth to me. Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and Scissor.
2: Okay. Maybe
0: the night that my With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need.
1: Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. only five dollars after great food we got drink specials we got all kind of games man we got the pool tables popping whatever you want we got you man come on out have a good time with us each and every saturday night at Clicks sports bar memphis